Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that was made. <clears throat> it makes sense. It's not horses. No. It's PVA. It's it's some hooves. It's both. Mm. <laughs> that got real weird real yeah. quick. Well, luckily the beginning of that wasn't in here, so oh, it's, a, it's completely obtuse. Nobody will know what we're no talking one will about. Know. It's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Intrigue, they call it. Sometime. No, maybe. Deceit. Like the mm, game. That was a fun game for a while. I bet. I'm sure it gets through its paces pretty fast. I mean, fast. it does. Like anything else. But it was free. It yeah. was a nice little jaunt into a game. There's be, no downside. No. Nah. Yeah. It'd be a ton of fun like to pull friends in and just fuck around on Skype or Discord or something. Yeah. Totally. Watch the chaos ensue. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. yeah. At some point. Mm-hmm. It's hard to game with people. It is. It's impossible. Quite difficult, turns out. Welcome to The Legend of Things. Welcome to episode 92 of The Legend of Things. That's a lot of numbers. It's a lot. It's two numbers that are high up. What do they add up to? More numbers. Yep. 11. How'd that happen? I don't know. What's what's math? How does it work? It's a universal constant. Allegedly. Yeah. To us. (laughs) We don't know Because we don't know anything else in the universe. (laughs) You run into some glob person who's like, nah, man. No, math works like this. No, colors are universal. Oh. We're like, my head. <laughs> <laughs> Mindleben. Yeah, yeah, red is red everywhere. <laughs> and colorblind people are a serious disadvantage. Man. Wow. Dan's going to have a hard time. <laughs> yeah. He's so colorblind. <laughs> like the bad one, too. Uh, catastrophe. Yeah. You know what math is important for? Oh, wait, we didn't finish the intro. No, we, we did. Did we? We did enough. Okay, cool. If you're on 92... Probably know what's going on here. Yeah, SpaceX had a launch today. Shot a car to space. <laughs> yeah, that too, with a space dude in it, just hanging out, just like out a on the window, cool reclined weekend at Bernie's situation. Very much so. Yeah. Did you get to watch the uh, full? It was very exciting. It was yeah. like three minutes. Dope. And it was just quick, action packed. Yeah. The shuttle Falcon Heavy, I think they called it. Cool name. Took off without issue. They timed everything out. They were on the YouTube feed. There was a little scroll bar, like oh. milestones. Oh. So it's like, okay, at this point, we expect this to happen. Okay, it did. Good. Nothing terrible. Nothing exploded. Yeah. And just everybody was cheering it on. Yeah. The landing for the two booster rockets, like the ones on the side, <sighs> choreographed. Have you have you seen those before? No. Oh, they're nuts. They just flip off and yeah. then land vertically, mm-hmm. simultaneously next to each other in this beautiful dance did they do it right there fire yeah they didn't do it over the ocean like no they did it right where they took off that's dope yeah it was really cool you should watch the the compilations of them trying to land where they fucked up a few times Mm -hmm. and it's like oh man it did it nope and then it's like (laughs) when the hard thing is it's landing in the ocean sure on a barge yeah that's rocking which back is and forth frequently more complicated mm-hmm. but like there's some where it'll like try to correct itself with like a retro on the oh, top yeah, yeah. and it'll be like oh shit and it'll push <laughs> it too far it's comical <laughs> if you put the wiggly freak out arms on it mm-hmm. it would be perfect man yeah somebody should do that i'm sure someone has somebody has done that yeah and should link us their video wiggly freak out arms are they're usually good on everything funny yeah especially birds mm-hmm. yeah because they don't have them in nope. the first place. Not really. Yeah. yeah. Wings don't count. They're, they're arms with fingers. They're just giant hands, really. Arms with fingers. They're just giant hands. <laughs> yeah. It's like bats. Just like bats. They got skinny little arms. Some would say that they're somewhat related. The shoulder muscles on bats are nuts. Are they? Yeah. Have you seen them swim? No. Why would a bat swim? Sometimes they have to. That's but their shoulder muscles are like golf balls on the back. They're uh, quite strong. Well, they can propel themselves through the air. Effortlessly. Yeah, so... Necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My shoulders are fucked <laughs> right now. What happened to them? I have, I'm helping my old boss with like a painting gig. Mm-hmm. A likely story. Yeah. And Clever I cover. Started working out again on Saturday okay. night. And then he texted me and was like, hey, I'm doing this painting thing. Can you help me tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Yes. And painting on top of working out sure. destroyed my shoulders. Interesting. Painting's tough. <laughs> it's quite difficult. It's hard because it's walls, you know? There's yeah. a lot of reaching and doing did stuff you, over your head. Did you have a nice polearm of paint? It's not like we're doing flat colors here. This is oh. all mural stuff. Oh, so, gross. Yeah. I'm what were you doing? Color blocking, mostly. Okay. Yeah. but uh, That's not fun. It is. It's fun. 
It's fun to just play grab ass and. Well, when do you not though? Well, for money, <laughs> which is nice. Getting paid to do what you love. And I, yeah, you exactly. Figured it out. Yeah. But uh, I'm so dead. Like, sleeping last night was hard. Really? I would assume it would be super easy because you just pass out immediately. I sleep on my sides. Mm. And I did it two days ago. So it's the second day of soreness. Sure. So I sleep on my shoulders and they're not happy. That seems like a bad move for somebody that has shoulder issues. Yeah. Okay. I I can't not (laughs) sleep on them. Interesting. It's weird. Huh. I'm not a back sleeper. I wake up on my back, but what about a front sleeper? No way. Tummy sleeper? Yeah. I can't do it. What about standing up? In a slightly reclined coffin. Maybe. Okay. If it's cushy. Sure. Yeah. We can make that work. Take the pressure off my my legs and yeah. knees and I'm pretty much asleep. We'll just give you like a little waist seat belt and a mm. chest seat belt. But kinda like has to cup you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I can't chafe. That's really the key. That's true. It'll have to be like a roller coaster ride, one of the stand ups, like Riddler's Revenge or something, where it's got the crotch. Yeah. Seat. But comfortable. Yeah, those are not comfortable. Yeah. Those just rustle jimmies they really, way too much. They'll split your jimmies right down the middle, and mm-hmm. then you're like, I got jimmies on the left, <laughs> and I got jimmies on the right, <laughs> and now I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a song out of it. I kind of did. Really, on the left, really, language on the left. is a song, Jonathan. I mean, wow. I don't know if you're aware of this. Did you see Arrival? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where my mind went immediately. Good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a circle. They taught him language how to play mahjong or whatever. Ooh. Like, fuck off. Mahjong is the best stupid. for learning language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they associated it. It's stupid. I don't know. I like that movie. The movie is great. Yeah. That was one of my favorite movies of last year. Time slip stuff. Or two years ago. Was it, it just, two years ago now? Mm, yeah. It, it just makes stuff now. interesting no matter what. Absolutely. If you do time anything well, mm-hmm. it's interesting. If you do it bad, it's the worst. True. It's a it's a real fickle mistress. Pickle mistress or fickle mistress? Both. Okay. Hmm. The hmm. old uh, pickle mistress. Well, speaking of time stuff, okay. I figured this episode was going to be uh, largely cyberpunkish. Okay. Because of Altered Carbon. Yeah, we both watched have watched a lot of that. I watched the first half of it thus far. Yeah, I'm almost done. That has to deal with some time stuff at the beginning. Mm-hmm. A little bit of 250 years missed. A lot of it has to do... I mean, really, the focal point of the whole thing is time stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your takeaway so far? Um, well, let's... Altered Carbon, new show on Netflix, came out on the 2nd of February. Friday, yeah. And is quite interesting. My takeaway is that you probably need to get a little closer to your microphone. I think I'm there. Okay. You're like 20% on the BB bopper. 700% better. You're on the BB bopper. Yeah, better. Good. Um, I really like it. It, it kind of merges a lot of... Uh, <laughs> you're making a face. What? It merges a lot of the things that I like. Yes. Um, I think it took like a lot of the gritty setting of um blade runner 100 percent. like yeah. those slums are blade runner big big way like they may have just co-opted the sets yeah. for christ's sake <laughs> it's very close um i love it yeah and then just a really interesting cyberpunk setting mm-hmm. without being like cyberpunk you know <laughs> it's true it's cyberpunk without the major major corporations that you'd expect in like Shadowrun. yeah and they replace that void with people that they called meths yeah which is short for methuselah which yeah. is a bible reference what yeah to I some dude who that. lived like 960 years he's a wizard in the bible basically mm-hmm. they never really explain him they're just like <laughs> and then this dude showed up man he's old <laughs> You know, like, can you do a quick synopsis of the Bible? Just the whole in a, thing? Not right now, but mm. like in a separate. Yeah. Speak the <laughs> Bible with Sean episode. I could probably do that. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> I might offend some people, but <laughs> I do that anyway. There you go. It doesn't matter. Why break the cycle? Yeah. Um, so essentially, they're like the ruling elite, right? And um, the whole crux of the series is that one of them, just to not give away anything that's not in the trailer, one of them. Uh, basically hires well takes the main character out of like eternal prison essentially Mm -hmm. to solve his own to solve his benefactor's murder yes and how that's achieved is that which i probably should have explained first (laughs) is that people's consciousness is downloaded into essentially like a internal computer called a stack Mm -hmm. that lives in their spinal column 
um, and people can transfer their consciousness into any sleeve, yep. which is a body, right? So then there's like super sleeves that are like augmented, then there's like shitty normal sleeves. And, there's and then a lot there's of, the dumpster sleeves that just they that, throw into dead people. Like the extra ones. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody wants these. I guess we'll put the prisoners in those. Right. They put prisoners in them or they just put prisoners not in a sleeve. Yeah. And they just store them in like a terabyte hard drive or <laughs> however much data a person takes up. <laughs> like an old western digital they just have laying around there or a go. flash drive or yeah. something. Um, just hanging out. Yeah. For eternity. There's in, some really interesting stuff though. I mean, Absolutely. Especially like in the intro they're um one of the things is like if someone gets murdered mm-hmm. um but they are coded to be like religious they won't resleeve them yeah because that's their thing they can't do it against their will i mm-hmm. guess um but if you aren't uh coded religious they'll sleeve you into another body yep like as a reparation by the city but they're shitty bodies. <laughs> Generally true. Like some little girl gets sleeved into like the body of like a fifty something year old woman and her mm-hmm. parents are like, What the fuck is this? Yep. You know, it's like interesting. It's just Very. things you would never really even think about. Absolutely. That entire first episode is full of those head scratcher moments where it's like, Wow, that's a cool take on yeah. this kind of sci fi concept. Yeah. Or and the this first, kinda first episode mm-hmm. really hammers it out hard. Yes. Like I was like, Wow, I'm so into this. Right. Um and I'd say the momentum stays pretty pretty solid yeah it slows it, down a little bit towards episode four or five it seems to uh focus a lot more as opposed to going for the grand ideas yeah. that they showed off in the and first like, episode look at all this cool stuff and yeah. it's like now we're gonna just do a story in that mm-hmm. and not talk about other stuff more they <laughs> widen the lens a little bit in the later episodes okay um which is also very good yes yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah man i mean we're probably gonna finish it this week yeah yeah i hope so really good. i want to yeah i'm all on board with that i think we're on eight I think we're on five. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Happy fun times are had by some everyone. Some things happen. Yeah. Sure. I got to say, I do like the main character who was uh, in House of Cards. He was the guy that ran against Frank Underwood. Was he? He was also in Suicide Squad. Oh, he was the main cop, wasn't he? He's an army, but yeah. 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 <laughs> the main not terrible person. I am a person of authority. Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah. You got it. He's uh, quite good in this. I was, he's a good actor. Yeah. He's doing a good job. I hadn't seen him in too much where he actually had a chance to like expand his role. Yeah. The only thing that I got to see a lot of him in was House of Cards, so that yeah. was my media go-to. Yeah, I didn't see him in that because I didn't watch past like season two. Mm-hmm. But um, he tends to play a lot of military-type roles. Makes sense. But dude is jacked. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, ridiculous amounts. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. big time yeah, like whoa <laughs> but um it's just really cool like there's a there's a game that i know we've talked about playing before a tabletop game mm-hmm. called eclipse phase mm-hmm. which deals with this exact same sure uh setting basically where you can re-sleeve your intelligence into different things mm-hmm. but in eclipse phase it's almost more zany where interesting there's like enough of a freedom of society where some people are like i am an octopus <laughs> you know and like You'd be like a robot octopus or something, mm-hmm. and, and that's like a normal thing for people. It's not weird. Sure, sure. It's not weird. It's like everyone's okay with it. Yeah. It's just how you you can just do that, and you can jump back and forth to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a similar thing about backing up your consciousness yes. and all that kind of stuff, which I think is just really interesting, Absolutely. especially from like a gameplay setting, mm-hmm. um, tabletop gameplay setting. You're like, yeah, like all that stuff you did, you died. So. <laughs> You don't remember past this point. Yep. And it's an interesting thing to force onto your player. Absolutely. And without being a dick. Like, I think it, it, it has a very real, um, you know, what do you call it? A ramification? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a real consequence. Sure. Is what I, is the same <laughs> thing is what I was looking for, for, for an action, and mm-hmm. then to actually force them into that headspace. Absolutely. Is it's, really interesting. It's even fun just in the show itself, just seeing them expand upon a society where death isn't really a thing anymore. Yeah. Or except rather, for poor it's people. Optional. Yeah. And it's just they do a very good job of showing the differences between the cast of society yeah. and how how their mindset changes because they're effectively immortal or they suffer in these kinds of, you know, slummy scenarios where they can't really do as much as they'd like to or can't get anywhere close to what the super elite can yeah without spoiling anything yeah and i mean like just and 
just kind of the violence that comes out of that. Yeah. It's like a hyper violent society because the the you know the importance of life isn't real. Yeah. I mean um, as long as your stack is fine, which yeah. is you know super tiny and hard to hit. Well, they talk about it though specifically mm-hmm. and it's like the difference between death and true death. Yes. Which there's two different things to them. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's a really interesting conceptually how they discuss it. They're like, Oh yeah, like that sleeve is like done, we'll just put you in a new one. Yeah. And then, you know, when someone gets like legit killed, it's it's worse. Yep. It's worse than how we perceive death now, <laughs> which is interesting. Absolutely. Because, you know, they've lived however long they've lived. And I think you forge. It seems like people don't live a life and then live a new life. No. They, they keep living the same around. life yeah. in like a really long time. Yeah. Just with new characters involved. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure like the relationships you form in that are almost more important. Mm-hmm. It's just really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like Without giving anything away again, one of my favorite scenes so far has been where the grandma is infused within like oh great it was great acting oh it's so good yeah that was a wonderful evocative scene that just yeah brought pretty much the entire world together yeah i mean basically yeah so for day of the dead Mm -hmm. halloween or whatever they're doing it seemed and they make a really interesting point of making it very multi-ethnic and cultural like a lot there's a lot of blending involved Mm -hmm. in the early episodes in particular they switch between a lot of different languages like on the fly yep which is kind of weird. Really cool. Um, they do it more later, and it seems kind of heavy-handed. It's like, oh, okay. okay, we get it now. Sure. But everyone speaks every language, I guess. But um, anyway, Day of the Dead, they will like sleeve up people's dead relatives mm-hmm. into new sleeves and just have them for dinner. Yeah. You know? A temporary little event. And it's like a normal thing. Yeah. Like, everyone does it. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> that was a fantastic scene. Yeah. That was a good, all that, that whole situation was cool. Yeah. But really so like fun. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The cinematography is great. Like the world, very Blade Runner-esque, but also very modern ghost in the shell. Yeah. It's like the, is, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. And then also almost a little 40K with the whole uh, yeah. um, levels of the, the city and the hive city or yep. whatever. Um, okay. I'm getting cat attacked. <laughs> Let go. <laughs> Let go. says, Let what if I put two claws Let in go. your shirt? Let go. There you go down. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to finishing it. They do a lot of really interesting stuff with music. Mm-hmm. Um, that they do. There's a lot in particular in um, episode six, Ooh. I want to say. There's okay. one thing where they take an old song, and there's a couple of times when they do this. They take a song from when we were in high school or sure. something, but they re-record it. At a slightly different tempo mm-hmm. with like a different, like this is a, fe- a female singer for a, a male singer song in gotcha. particular. And it's really poignant and it's really like, it's different, but it's good. <laughs> and it's just really well placed. Sure. The last time I remember that occurring in a show was Mr. Robot. They tend to use weird, unusual covers for yeah. specific songs in order to shift the tone yeah. pretty dramatically. I wouldn't be surprised if it was derivative of that because I know everyone likes Mr. Robot. I love it. I haven't watched enough of it yet, but yeah, really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing that. Totally. Oh, man. But more cyberpunk stuff. I played, I'm not sure if you had a chance to download it. Damn. I did not play Red Strings Club. Oh, man. So I bought that and played through it just yeah. because on a whim looked really good yeah you sent it over before and the pixel art was fantastic yeah i didn't listen to it because i never have steam unmuted when yeah. i'm watching their videos me neither but the setting looked fantastic once again another cyberpunk no tail in the microphone get your kid. head out of the god <laughs> lay get down your head out of your ass. lay down you cat <laughs> all the way none of this half lay down bullshit right? all the way or not the way lay down Perfect. Close enough. He's not laying down at all. No. But it's a super beautiful art style, pixel art style. And uh, I had a chance to sit down and play this. And the game is fairly short. It's like four hours. But it's a beautiful narrative adventure. And it's one of the few games I've been able to play in some time that has actually made me sit back in my chair and like put my hands on my head and start questioning what the game was asking me. Sure. It's like, how do I want to answer this question? Because all of the questions that you are asked, your responses have ramifications. Yeah. It'll change the way that the story develops, and it'll change the ending of the game as well. So having 
A super short game that made me do this multiple times was unusual, for one. Yeah. But it also goes into all the stuff that I traditionally love, like what does it mean to be human, all these weird contextual your favorite concepts yeah exactly yeah they just dug into every single one of them had the chance to interact with those conversations with interesting people on a yeah. variety of different levels the writing's excellent the mechanic mechanics i was M- gonna say M- the M- mechanicus M- yeah uh the mechanics somehow managed to not get stale sure because you don't get to use them in the same fashion multiple times okay so like you do pottery for a short period of time yes and it evolves quite quickly uh-huh. and your decisions have ramifications that are not known to you at the beginning from pottery from pottery okay and but most of the game the mechanics uh, are attached to bartending yeah you're a bartender yeah yeah and so what you do is you have these drinks at your bar you mix drinks you do but your character is also somehow I want to put it more in a Shadowrun style universe. Sure. Because the art style with the characters, they got like tubes coming from their head. They jack into machines. Yeah, it's classic like 90s stylized cyberpunk. But there's also some, there's some sort of magic slash supernatural that's going on there as well. But you play as a supernatural element that follows the bartender around. Okay. And you, through you, the bartender can see the emotions of your guests at Uh the bar. Yeah. And you take the different alcohols and mix them together in specific fashions in order to reach one of multiple emotion points. Oh, okay. So, so it's like a moving um, kind of bar thing? Yes. There's like four options and you move it towards one? Yeah, you move it towards them. You add ice to shrink the circle so it matches exactly. <laughs> Neat. But you end up combining you know, like tequila to go right, absinthe to go up, and et cetera, to make these different states of mind for the characters that you're with. Sure. And when you finish it, you serve them a drink. So the very first one is you can serve this guy pride or you can serve him remorse and one other thing. But based on what you serve him, he's going to respond to your questions in certain ways. And certain questions later on can only be truly answered through that state of mind. Okay. So, like, if somebody's prideful, they will tell you more about their involvement in some project. Right. Whereas if they're remorseful, they're going to say, ah, I don't want to talk to you about that. Yeah. And that question is off your radar forever until you start a new game. Interesting. So there's no, like, going back to old conversations. Yeah. There's no trying to ask them the same question again. You have to really think through what the character might be experiencing, why they're doing it, and what their involvement is. Serve them a drink for the question that you want answered and hope that it's correct. Yeah. And so your goal is to be an information broker and to gather as much intel as you can from all of your guests in order to solve the game. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. The music is excellent. Everything's super well stylized. The writing's great. And the endings are pretty damn good so far. It even made me want to go back and start playing again. So I'm, the second playthrough is much faster. Yeah. Since I know what story I'm going to be experiencing. Right. So I'm able to cycle through it pretty quick. But I think probably an hour, hour and a half, I can knock through that whole story in the exact fashion that I want to go in. Yeah. So I'm going to do it again and see what kind of other endings I can grab. Because it's a fantastic game. Neat. So far, one of my tops of this year. And I think it'll stay there for a while. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I know it looks really good, so mm-hmm. I mean, I'll add it to the the old queue real eh. games that I'll maybe get to at some point. <laughs> I get stuck; like I'm stuck in the same games right now. Are you? Um, yeah. I mean, to, I'm playing Tomb Kings, mm-hmm. um, Destiny Two Network. Oh yeah, and Monster Hunter when I have the chance. Yeah, but Vanessa's been stealing the TV. Not really. I'm not like trying to push her off of it, but. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been, and I ended up working on Sunday and I usually play games on the weekends. Yep. So how do you like Monster Hunter so far? I like it, man. I'm really looking forward to playing it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not very far. I mean, I just got to the second area. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm desert one step past you. Yeah. So like I just did that once it opened up the expedition thing, mm-hmm. like all I want to do is run around <laughs> and like get mushrooms and fucking hit things. Um, what weapon did you end up going with? I'm using the great sword right now. Okay, I really like it. Um, I like being able to mix it up in there because sure. it gives you. A, I have it upgraded, so it gives you a defense bonus already. Hmm. Uh, it gives you physical resistance, but the upgrade I have on it gives me plus ten to my defense as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm fucking super tough. Nice. So I can mix it up pretty well, and I have the move set down. 
pretty good. That's cool. Um, so I can time it. Like when something's charging at me, I'll crack them in the fucking face <laughs> and ruin their attack. Really? Or if my sword isn't sharp enough, they'll yeah. fucking bowl my ass over. <laughs> and it's like, well, that was my fault. That's rad. I really, I really like it. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about this. Like it, it has everything that I want. Because I want to. you want? I want to run around. Mm-hmm. I want to have like meaningful choices with my weapons, my armor. Sure. I want to take parts of the things that I kill or mm-hmm. things that I find and just see them tacked onto my shit. <laughs> you know? Um, Mash them together to form new armors and Yeah, weapons. like that's, those are my favorite things. Yeah. Like having like an active economy like that mm-hmm. where it's like, these, if this is what you want, like go hunt that thing. You're an ecologist. Kill every animal here. <laughs> you know? It, which, is, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a strange little disconnect yeah i guess maybe it's a translation thing <laughs> but um i just really like that stuff sure. just like if this is what you want to do like fucking do it yep. like you have all the tools and figure it out but um i also the cat dude the, the cat companion is fucking hilarious like i just upgraded mine with some of the newest monster parts i have uh-huh. and he looks like um like a little prince like he looks like a baron with a mace. Nice. And um, I, have, I don't have his hat because I don't have enough of the bones for it. But mm-hmm. I still have like the cave bunny hat on him, <laughs> so he looks fucking hilarious. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you before you go today. Awesome. He looks great. Um, and just the the funny stuff they do. Mm-hmm. Like when you go in water, they pull their backpack off and yep. make it into a little raft, a little flotilla. And I'm like, you, my god, adorable. Yeah, they're so cute. Like, I had a lot of fun making my character, but I had way more fun making the cat. Yeah. It was totally. so much fun customizing The cat's great. Uh, I mean, I made Rossi. Sure. I so, mean, we made our cat. Yeah. I mean, so. it's a, you know, it's a it black and gray happen. cat, and he's kind of a dick. And <laughs> he's great. I love him. Um, and uh, some of the cat options were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, the weird ears or, like, the closed eyes. Yeah. It's like, this is your cat, dude? Like... <laughs> Where did you get this? This cat? is your companion, your pal- Palico or whatever. Oh man, have you seen the cats that cook you food? Yes, dude, those little cuts. Those cuts are fantastic. Are, the only thing that bums me out is they're not different. They're it's different the based same, on the food. No, it's the same every time. Mm-mm. Mine's the same every time. I got an all seafood dish, and it was a different animation from the all meat dish. Oh well, see, I, they always do meat and seafood on mine, no matter what. Really? I get one of each. Oh, they'll do a big slab of meat, a giant fish. And they'll just do it all at once. Huh. Maybe I missed it. I'm pretty sure. You missed that it was the same? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're different. Uh, they seem the same to me. Maybe it changes. Because I know in. I know my cat in the first one when I ordered the fish, ate a fish. Yeah, I and think they the always one, eat a fish. In the second one, he ate like a skewer of something. Oh. Maybe that's random. Maybe. I don't know. But Either way, the animation's awesome. It's great. And the little cutscene is perfect. The big cat, you know, when he sets the little parsley yeah. on there, just perfect. And his Gently. mouth, nose kind of changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like these little touches that are really rad. Yep. Um, when they put the little chef's hat on the back of the bone. It's like yeah. a turkey leg. And just yeah. Dink. And you're like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, perfect. there's all sorts of little cute touches yes. like that. And they're fun. Like, it's just really fun. Like, it's a fun touch. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, we need to get online at some point together. I've created a group, but there's no one in it because okay. no one's been on when I've been on. Nice. But my old boss is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy at work is playing. I talked to me. I came in with the game. He's like, what game is that? And I'm like, Monster. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get it. <laughs> I want to start playing games again. I'm like, nice. let's do it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So he's crushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, is it true that you made me? I did not. Okay, good. I, we, I be, made that joke. Yes. Would be really funny. And we, I said we should start making each other in things uh-huh. if we're going to actively start twitching stuff. Sure. Um, it was going to be weird because if we were going to play together, we'd have two me's running around. It'd be really funny if you made me and I made you. That would be terrifying. And I'd just be like, come oh, Jonathan. <laughs> oh, look at me. <laughs> you know? Uh, and you could be I'm like, I'm just a big dum-dum. I'm Sean. I'm amazing. Years. I'm fucking great. Yeah, that's My probably, facial hair is on point. That's probably not how that would go down at all. But it is in real life. Eh. <laughs> um, so, if we do play, you need to twitch it because I can't with my HDR TV. That's so dumb. I can. I have to turn off HDR, I know, which sucks. I refuse to do. That sucks. I'm not going to downgrade my experience so other people can watch me play games. <laughs> you know, I'm here for me. Uh-huh. Other people are a secondary 
benefit. There you, you go. Know, I, but primary is me. Yeah. I'm the best. Yeah, we'll get it. I'm using the hammer. A little two-handed hammer. Oh, God. It's pretty fun. Do you like it? I almost switched to it. I do, but I only like three weapons. I Well, so far, I've only used three, four. Oh, I mean, okay. I've, I've used the greatsword, mm-hmm. the light bow gun, the heavy bow gun, and the dual blades. Sure. I do like the dual blades a lot. Oh, I did the longsword, too. Ah, um, it's really slow. The katana. It's faster than the greatsword. Sure. I mean, the thing is, it's all about how you chain your attacks, mm-hmm. and you can get a lot of speed out of how you chain it. Oh. Because, like, even with the greatsword, mm-hmm. I can move pretty fucking fast. Okay. Um, as long as you kind of know what you're going for. Interesting. Do you start mashing, you're just going to be like, slowest animation. Nice. So, plus you roll to move instead of actually moving. Yep. Because that's way faster. Super effective. But, um... Like yeah, what hammer. are you doing, the hammer? Yeah, just because it's, like you said, super easy to roll, so you just dodge an attack. Yeah. And then he's got, the hammer has this, it's like a five-hit chain. Yeah. Where it's just circle, 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 circle. Easy. And it's just, as long as you're hitting something, the attack will continue, and you pretty much break whatever you're attacking. It's amazing at breaking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you just break their stuff, and then you get, like, a huge final wind-up swing that does a ton of damage. Yeah. And it's super effective. Like, all I do is, when I find something new, find their patterns that they do, and then just counter them just with a bunch of wax in the face. Sure. And it's super effective. So far, nothing likes being hit in the face. No. They all dislike that. It seems to be a pretty steady um, mm-hmm. thing to do. I the, got a poison hammer. Oh, you're that far. So you're a little further than me. I don't have the poison stuff yet. It poisons things. Yeah. It's pretty good. Turns out, just macking them with a hammer, and then eventually they get poisoned and yeah. run around and start taking damage. The poison's really good, yeah, and it never goes away. Really? No, it does, but it takes forever. Okay. When I'm poisoned, I just die. Yeah, when you're poisoned, it just endlessly kills you. Yeah, because I don't think there's enough health to not make you die. That's correct. From poison. <laughs> um, you just got an antidote, or hope you have one. God, the antidote takes so long to drink. All the potions do. Antidote in particular yeah. takes the longest. At least with the regular potions, it starts filling up your health as you yeah. drink it. The antidote, all or nothing. Gurp, 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 yeah. gurp, get hit. God damn it. <laughs> and it still uses it, and you don't get the, yep. the benefit of the antidote. And then you got to wait another 10 seconds to do it again. Hopefully your cat will distract it for a short time. Oh, yeah. The cat's a little unpredictable. Very. I, uh, mine had... Um, a banjo for a while? Yeah, mine too. He was just throwing it at everything. Right? How does that work? It's like a banjo boomerang. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. <laughs> but now he has like a legit like royal cudgel. That's pretty fun. And he just like wallops the shit out of stuff with it. <laughs> but um, I got him God, a sword with a water element. Their little fucking armor is so cute. It's adorable. Oh, 100%. I can't handle it. Like the little knight armor? Mm-hmm. I, oh. Yep. Mine's wearing the night hat because it's just too good. Yeah, I, I like can see that. the little eyes through the visor. I, the bone, the bone rabbit helmet to me is the funniest thing <laughs> in the world. So I have this little like stately man mm-hmm. cat that it has like a giant bone rabbit head, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck? This is too weird. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, I like it. I mean, we need to play together. Yeah, but I really like it. Yeah. Also, the heavy bow gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the specials. So there's two different kinds, right? There's a wyvern snipe and a wyvern blast. Oh, okay. Or something. Wyvern snipe, you go prone and you do one big shot. Really? That I haven't gotten to do yet. Okay. And then the other one, you load special. Well, you load special ammo in for both, but you load it in there and you go, and it just like shoots forever. Whoa. Until you run out and then it recharges. That's pretty cool. But it's like legit hard-hitting fast sure if you had four people with those uh-huh and you all just hammer the special at once it would be amazing a cacophony just a bullet storm okay i'm intrigued it'd be great might have to try that out it'd be fun it would be i really like fun. it it kind of it does it kind of sucks <laughs> the heavy bowgun by itself is mm-hmm. not very good because it's so slow yeah um it's also hard to fight like little critters mm-hmm. but it does have a, ma- a bash attack that does substantial damage. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun, man. I like using the shotgun blast with it. <clears throat> There's all so many different ammos. Sure. Yeah. I don't like managing ammo in my games. It's not that bad. Yeah. You know, I thought it'd be a pain in the ass, but you choose what you bring with you, mm-hmm. and you can leave anything you're not going to use at home. Yeah. And 
it's pretty easy to switch because you okay. can switch anytime you want ammo yeah okay even when you're down or in a sleep or something like if you're recovering you yeah. can just be like up and switch that's good to know yeah hmm. it'll only make you reload <laughs> if you were on your last shot oh so interesting hmm. yeah well as far as the levels are concerned yeah i love the verticality they're beautiful too like that forest level i thought i had it mapped out and all nope. of a sudden oh i am down in some cavernous area now yeah. and i'm confused yeah super turned out. around yeah. there's no fucking way to orient yourself yeah you get out of there and it's like now i'm in the treetops yeah how did this happen did you go all the way to the top yeah did you uh, find something of interest did you make friends with that weird raccoon person or whatever no Oh. I, I guess I didn't go all the way to the top. Well, there's like a dude what? you can... You know the little wall murals you find? Yes. So if you go there, once you get that filled up mm-hmm. and you go on an expedition after you've been to the dust, the uh, desert, yep. I think that's what triggers it. You can follow him up and you go up to his little camp and oh. you make friends with them and he becomes another... He's like your cat. He really? uh Follows you around? Yeah. That's cool. And they have special abilities and mm-hmm. I guess you can unlock... Um, one of the cat abilities that way because oh. they get their special like they start with the healing mist mm-hmm. or whatever so there's other ones you can get you know what my favorite part about the healing mist is it misses you a lot he, my cat doesn't cast it until i'm mid drinking a potion oh that sucks yeah it'd be cool if you could adjust that a little bit it'd be nice it's like hey i just got hit you gonna cast it you gonna cast it are you gonna cast? all right he, i'm drinking a potion he's like gotcha he's yeah. like hey here's a vapor wasp it's like you son of a like, bitch <laughs> Um, but, but then a, there's the wyvern at the very top. Yes, and you can steal its eggs. I found a unique flower patch. There's a lot of those. Nest. They're all over the place. The flower patches. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's some. There's two right in the beginning. What? Yeah. Interesting. You always get the sun drop or whatever from it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was special. Nope. Hmm. Sorry. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, that's. I think the most vertical I've been is to the nest. With how'd you get up there? A series of vines. So you can. You know, there's that one clearing where um, the raptor with the rock hangs out. Yes. And you can grapple onto some of the... You can grapple the wyvern. It'll take you to the... Almost to the top. Is it a set path that it takes? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I grappled onto it once, but it was during a mission. So I was like, I don't want to go because I don't know how to control this, for one. It just takes you somewhere, And yeah. two, where it would go. So I disconnected midair and just went back and... No falling damage. Yeah. Which is good because you get knocked all, all over the All the fuck place. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm fine. Yep. I'm fine. No, Some, It's deal. usually good because they won't follow you very quickly. Usually. I do like that little uh, raptor-ish chicken thing. With the rock. With the rock. I love him. He's so adorable. Yeah. It's I like, feel bad killing rock. him because he's pretty cool. He seems like it. Yeah. And he tries to peck your face off. Yeah. He hits you with that rock pretty good. Yeah, too. Did you see the Penny Arcade about that? No. That's yeah, pretty funny. It's like a bunch of them. They're like, these new beakless animals have entered the the forest <laughs> and everyone's like freaking out about it and he's like i will bring the rock of peace <laughs> and i will make friends with these new beakless uh animals and then the next thing is the next frame is one of the players or whatever basically wearing the head <laughs> uh, as a helmet mm-hmm. and like the bird feathers all over his sword and stuff perfect yeah pretty good the rock of peace <laughs> or whatever it whatever it is <laughs> yeah uh, adorable which is 100% what happens. Yeah, pretty much. That's how most of the game goes. Most of them aren't even hostile. <laughs> I've realized. That's you can like run right by them and they're like, what are you doing? If you hang out for a while, they might get aggressive. But sure. a lot of them don't. <laughs> like the T-Rex one does, obviously. Yeah, that guy's a dick. He's a real fucking asshole. Yeah. But I finally killed him. The Am- Anoranth yeah. or whatever? I haven't yet. Um, it took a while. I lost him. Oh. Like I beat the shit out of him uh-huh. and then he just fucked off probably went and took a nap somewhere yeah i couldn't find him on the map like he like legit left the map <laughs> and i was like i wonder okay. if they have a timer where they just bail after mm-hmm. a certain amount they of... might i guess if you don't do enough damage they mm-hmm. will leave at some point oh like the the big dinosaurs mm-hmm. specifically i see the other ones will get in like a circuit mm-hmm. where they'll go try to sleep mm-hmm. but yeah oh man it's pretty fun so far it's fun i uh, guess the insect glaive is like pro pro mode if you can get it? that one going oh uh, okay because it has the vault so you can ride things. Oh. Well, you jump on them and stab the shit out of them. Well, you can do that with anything. Right. But it has a vault built in. Okay. You don't have to jump off of something. I see. That's really handy. Yeah. yeah hmm. I tried it. It's really hard to use. It was very flaily. 
so I kind of skipped over it pretty quick. Yeah, I feel like they don't give you enough in the two, in the trainings yeah. to actually let you know how a weapon works. Agreed, because most of them are like, "Here's how you swing it." Have yeah, fun. Here's some buttons. Yeah. It's like for the gun and stuff. They don't even tell you how to do the bash attack. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, hmm. I should probably give those another set or another attempt. I think you will just from playing. If you're as long as you're playing the game, like I, I switch weapons a lot just mm. because I like doing that. It keeps <laughs> things fresh. Sure. You know. Um, and I like to approach things in different ways. Yeah, makes the experience something a little bit different. Yeah, for sure, and. You know, it's just fun to wallop stuff. Absolutely. The That's dual like. blades are super fun. They're fun. My only issue in the training area, of course, was that during some of their combo chains, they send you really yeah. far forward. You know why that sucks in the training area? Because everything's small. Yeah. Monsters aren't small. Usually. They're fucking huge. Yep. So, like, that one that sends you really far mm-hmm. spinning, yep. they usually spin between things' legs uh. and end up behind them, okay. which is dope. So, it turns out to be really effective it's instead super effective. of uncontrollable. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> I mean, a lot of this shit, the training area is not a good barometer for how this stuff works. Yeah. So, like, I would just upgrade a couple things you want to try. You can switch it at the camp. You don't have to go back to your to base. Oh, really? You I can switch you any of the items you have with you in, at the camp. That's one of my biggest issues with the game. The UI is really bad. You think so? I think so. Huh. And, like, the radial menus combined with just your inventory. I don't use the radial menu. Super clunky. Yeah. Like, using both of them is awkward, but it's just clunk town. Yeah, the radial menu is bullshit. I don't use it. It's too hard to control. Mm-hmm. And I eat the wrong stuff a lot. Yeah. It'll be like, sharpen your sword. I'm like, no. I always expect that there'd be, like, a confirmation button with the radial menu. There is not. No. It's <laughs> just lightly release your selection yeah it's not a cancel yeah it's just you do this now yeah but so how i do that is i just limit the shit i bring in yeah and it works pretty well yeah it seems once you know where everything is you're good true you can sort your inventory whenever you want Mm um r3 usually does a good job yeah so it's one of those things if you pick up a bunch of weird stuff Mm -hmm. then you might have to go in there and wiggle it a little bit yeah but yeah, don't use the radio menu. <laughs> I can't get the hang of it. I use it just for the sharpening. Yeah. Because it's up top. So sure. It's super easy. I don't have to switch my potion, which is what I always have in combat, because yeah. obviously. Potion or antidote. Yeah. But so far, so good. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I can sit down and play it for an hour and just be like, that was good. Do you listen to the uh, storyline? Um, You read it. Do you read it? Yeah. And listen to it? Well, they don't voice most of it. A lot of it. A lot of the cutscenes are voiced. The cutscenes are voiced. They're weird. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to skip over as much as I can. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I. Okay. I just I didn't find it engaging. I just want to get to the running around and hitting monsters. Yeah. It's a sandbox. Yeah. I mean, so far it's been like you made it here and like go to this desert and there's some dudes and then there's this guy and he's like we might be after the same thing and then i'm like <laughs> okay that's it that's all that's happened so far yeah pretty much yeah the main commander dude in the town gray hair guy yeah we thought his voice sounded familiar and joanne thought it was Ulbrich from uh octopath traveler sure but i didn't think it was but we ended up looking it up and turns out that voice actor also voices uh oh man what's his name mm. from fate zero um alexander Oh, really? Iskandir? That was his name. Oh, the, the Alexander, the yeah, cool one. The cool one. Yeah. And also one of the Kotamines in Ugh. one of the older episodes. Not Kire. No, not Kire. The other one. The other one. And yeah, it was just, it was, you know, little curiosities yeah. like that. I like, bet all those guys are recycled. He like, is 100% anime yeah. voice actor dude. Yeah, for sure. Like, his whole career is just animes all over the place. Hey, man. Games. It's, it's like the guy who does the voice for Wolverine mm-hmm. in animes. It's, like, very um, distinct. Yes. It's like, yeah, this is your job now. Yep. Very much so. Forever. Yeah. Very, like you said, distinctive voices. Yeah. But that was a curiosity. But you've been playing anything else? Doing anything else? Tomb Kangs. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying a lot. Um, I kind of got the hang of them, finally, mm-hmm. after some crushing defeats. <laughs> <laughs> not really i've done okay i've only lost like maybe two or three fights okay mostly against fucking lizards oh yeah they've swam across the ocean just to fuck with to you? fuck with me 
because <laughs> I was at war with them because my allies were, mm. and now they refuse to back down. Wow. So they just send like a giant army every like 10 turns. It's like, cool. <laughs> like, I can't deal with you guys. I'm trying to like run a train over here. Mm-hmm. I killed Setra, no problem. Nice. Setra was a bitch. <laughs> seriously like really dumb the ai was stupid what it kept sending setra out to like he'd he'd charge me first sure i'd be like you're dead oh wow you're fucking dead yeah the tomb kings guys are not good in melee they are no i mean the heroes they're really good what my heroes are garbage mine are dope like my main hero is a caster and he sucks who are you using uh the hierophant oh the grand hierophant but all of all of the um, heroes that I've gotten so far also really bad. In Dude, melee. I think the Tomb Princes are fucking the best. I don't think I have a Tomb Prince. Maybe that's why. What? Like the normal guys you get, like the the guys the the guys that can work independently and run around. A hero? Yeah. I no, I don't think so. I think I have two casters and one of the. Um, oh man, you're necrotics. missing out. They're such destroyers. Okay. Every time anything I hover over, it says low threat. <laughs> anything you know i mean you know why they're halberd infantry oh shit they're the only hero that's a halberd infantry that's good to know and like i have my i have my tomb prince that's been with uh my main guy arkin Mm -hmm. the whole time also arkin looks like a grateful dead skeleton (laughs) because his eyes are blue Uh they look like giant aviator sunglasses nice and it's really distracting oh that's awesome it's not cool no it's like come on man you guys didn't like Look at this and think like he it, looks like a, a aviator skeleton. It sounds pretty solid. I don't know, but um, clearly you're not a deadhead. No, most people aren't these days. It's true. Most of them are dead. Um, Too soon. Yeah. So need some more sleeves. I've, yeah, I've had one tomb prince with him the whole time. Mm-hmm. I put a tomb prince with everybody because okay. I that's what I do with my research trees or whatever. <laughs> but. Um, they're so fucking good. And he has a chariot now. Oh. And he just kills everything. Okay. I'm going to have to get one of those. And then. Arkin's a beast in melee too. And he's a spellcaster. He doesn't even have the great melee stuff. Mm-hmm. His stats are through the roof. His armor really? is over 100. Jesus. But he's not even armored. Okay. Like he doesn't have the armored trait. That's awkward. So. Huh. He's just a beat stick. Usually I throw my guys into melee and they just wilt. And yeah. And then army dies. <laughs> Well, they have that curse thing. Once you get your health to below 50%, you can do those curses. Yep. And they're okay. I think they're really good. Yeah. Like, especially um, the Necrotex. I'm not sure if they're different curses, but once they get below 50, uh, it's like minus 30 to yeah. attack and armor. It's good. Ugh. So I have so a spell strong. that does that. Mm-hmm. So Arkin has a spell that does that that I can do in an area. Yeah. So basically, I set my people up. Orcs, for example. Sure. Savage orcs keep running into my territory and being fucking assholes. <laughs> and it'll be a block of 20 savage orcs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is a problem. But they have low leadership. Mm-hmm. So they'll run in. I'll debuff all their... It's minus 25% weapon strength. And attack. Cool. So they like can't hit. Yep. And if they do, no damage. Right. And then... From there, I have a minus 16 leadership or something group, like a group one overcast. Brutal. And I do that, they all break. Yep. And then it's just mop up. I see. From there. That's really good. That works against everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Except fucking lizards. Yes. Because then they just berserk and get worse. And it's just. Yeah. Super strong. Yeah. That minus 16 leadership is rad. It's huge. Um,. Yeah, the draining thing kind of sucks, mm-hmm. but... You know what I really do like? Is the more that you lose units, the more they regenerate. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Don't you have the bar at the top? Or yeah. is it a higher fan thing? Yeah. Okay, so the more dudes that you lose... Is that how many you lose? Yeah, the oh. more actual individual soldiers that you lose, the quicker that builds up and oh. it starts giving your army a global regeneration bonus. Yeah, I thought that was based on um, kills, not loses. No, your own losses. So it's souls, yeah. I guess. And, that's interesting so you just send in like the shitty guys yeah so like you're you're willing to sacrifice some of your garbage people just because you can <laughs> garbage people <laughs> garbage man <laughs> just because you're able to fuel that and then once you hit the capstone then you get to summon the ushtabi dudes yeah i wish they were better i feel like that's a kind of a shitty cap because all i do is drop them on some archers yeah. or like a catapult mm-hmm. and it's not fun no not to me okay 
especially after playing Skaven and stuff. Like oh. they're global, and it, you can do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Is to just drop. You can do it like three times around, or if you're Reek or whatever his name is, <laughs> the head taker. <laughs> yeah, you can do it like six, six a fight always. Oh, were you deep striking some Batman? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, like that's to me yeah. more. It's cool. Yeah. But the Ushtabi dudes are really strong. They're good. Like, you can get some good flanks off with those. You can, but, like, I've dropped them before and they just get fucking hosed. True. You can't drop them around, like, more than three guys. Yeah. I just find them good supplements because you can distract other units for a short period of time while yeah. your troops use that regeneration to just yeah. pop back to full strength. Well, a lot of what I end up doing is, like, taking chariots mm-hmm. or horsemen and just kiting yeah. like units off and usually three or four guys will chase them mm-hmm. it's like you dummies <laughs> i've got um you know the final tier of the research not final tier second to final yeah the special ones yeah how it's all people you can equip to your uh yeah. leaders i made an entire group that was skeleton archers and skeleton uh chariot archers yeah and they have the two specials where it's vanguard yeah and then like death strike or something yep so good yeah even in auto combat, they're just wiping the floor with everybody. It seems auto combat really favors mobility mm-hmm. uh, over stick to itiveness. Yes. Um, I really don't know what their. I'd really be curious what their equation is. Sure. Not that I would understand it. No, but, it'd be so complicated. But, like, what if it's not? <laughs> you know? Good question. What if it isn't? What it's like if? the same thing for the boat one. Mm hmm. How the fuck do they figure that out? Because, <laughs> like, it's always 50%. Pretty much. But I always lose. Oh. So, like, what? You got a bad seed. I guess. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 50% right. boat. Oh. Lose your whole army. Like, 50%. come on. Bullshit. Yeah, more than 50%. Bullshit. <laughs> but um, try out those Tomb Princes, man. They're I, destroyers. I will. I mean, I've, in my game, I've nearly wiped out the Dark Elves. Oh, jeez. Because fuck them. They are such assholes. Did you take your whole desert first and then move out? I only had a little bit of desert. Oh. So my guys live mountainous. Oh. That's their favorite terrain. Oh, you're on the other side. Yeah. I'm right above the lizard mountain. Oh, I forgot. See, like, I'm on the other side, and I'm above lizards. Are you the blue with the scorpion in the middle? Mm, No. I think that's Cetra. Cetra? No. It's the opposite. I don't know what it's my a, sigil is. It's yellow with a blue scorpion. I think my sigil is something that's white and orange with something in the center. Okay. Are you the exiles? Um, yes. Exiles of whatever? Probably. Yeah. I haven't even met them. Yeah. They're, they're far away. I'm like 100 turns in. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. I'm doing really well, but like, it's frustrating because mm-hmm. I'm split up too far. Like, sure. I want to focus on my shit and rinky... <laughs> this fucking lizard asshole mm-hmm. keeps sending just destroyer squads. And then the oh, do I'm allied with the dwarves uh-huh. and I'm like, Hey, kill their leader. And they're like, cool. And then they took one of the towns that got racked, that got raised, yep. not raised, but sacked mm-hmm. my town. Oh, good. So now I don't get my province bonus, my fucking capital. <laughs> it's like cheese. <laughs> I had to ally with chaos. I allied with two different factions of Chaos because they're right on the border with uh, Dark Elves. Yeah. And they're bros with me now. Good. And we just destroy Dark Elves together. Yeah. I never thought I'd do that in one of these kinds of hey, games. Hey, man. Like, these dwarves, I don't want to get them to kill them just to take my thing because mm-hmm. I know they'll never let me live it down. Like, I'll have to completely wipe them out. Yes. But, like, they're a good deterrent. Absolutely. It's like, I got nukes. Like, get close. They'll come out. <laughs> you know? But they're friends with these lizards for God knows what reason, mm-hmm. so I need to do something. I did the same thing with my lizards in the first game. There's that colony of men. New colonies, I think they call them. Yeah. And I just held on to them for a while, and they were a good little... Buffer. I gave them two cities. Yeah. I was generous. <laughs> I wish you could do that, though. Like, you'd actually, actually negotiate for cities. Because, yeah. like, I was allied with the mm, undead pirates or whatever mm-hmm. i don't remember what they're called yeah and they just get hosed by lizards they really they do. get fucked and yeah. they held out for a really long time and i'm like i'm gonna help you guys i gotta <laughs> deal with this shit first and they didn't make it oh. but like if i could have given them a city on my side mm-hmm. i would have been totally fine with that yeah. i'm like i will literally protect you yeah just get over here. it'd be fun just like in civ where you can trade cities yeah it'd be it'd be nice it would be nice just the option even yes. if like they're mostly like no but mm-hmm. if you're getting your ass handed to you like get, get over here true. like i'll help you out brah so stupid 
The trade thing is annoying, though. Hmm. A um, smidgen. It's kind of weird. It's nice for me. Like, I finally started getting... Like, I've been assholes to the Dark Elves forever because they can't be trusted. They can't be. They tell me these things when we open negotiations. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't trust us. Like, right. Okay. And then in their, like, scroll, it says, seriously, don't trust these yes. assholes. And you're like, oh. But since I've been fighting them for so long, the High Elves like me. Yeah. So just starting trade routes. Making They're money. excellent traders. Yeah. They love trading. I finally actually started making more than 3,000 gold a turn. Yeah, I'm doing three-something now. And that's huge. Yeah. Because all my shit's so expensive. Yeah. Well, like, I'm trying to build the stupid, like, castle of Cetra in, mm-hmm. in you know, their city yep. now that it's mine. <laughs> it's like 15,000 monies. Yeah. I'm like, come on. You got to, like, the Necrotex, I think, uh, decrease the cost of yeah. upgrades Some of them significantly. Do. I, only, I only put points in them to increase the amount of uh, scorpions I can have. Mm. I still don't have a scorpion. I don't have any construction of any of the high-tier units yet. Really? And it makes me sad. Uh, I focused on it because I wanted to try them. Yeah. Scorpions are good, mm. but I also don't have the highest tier ones. Oh. I want that big uh, statue guy or that whatever. That big, big. The Hierophant? Mm-hmm. Or not Hierophant? Yeah. Is he Hierophant? I think he is. Something. The big laser eye statue. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I fought an enemy in that when I took that city, mm-hmm. I um, broke down the walls with a Necrotech, which was awesome. Yes. And then... So uh good. So good. And then... They had one of those, like, super sphinxes, mm-hmm. and it was a pushover. Really? Arkan and my Tomb Prince took it down by themselves. Damn. And literally weren't that hurt. Okay. I don't know if it was bugged, because it was, like, in the wall. Uh-oh. Maybe it couldn't attack or something. That's funny. But I don't think the game works that way. Not usually. I think you just move next to something, and it takes damage. Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. I was disappointed. I'm like, well, I don't want one of those. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's good, man. Yeah. Well, beyond that game, 40K... New Thousand Suns Codex. Oh, right. We're going to be starting a little Escalation League hopefully sometime Maybe, soon. Maybe, yeah. Can build up your IG. Maybe. <laughs> and get some Thousand Suns under my belt. Yeah, I have so many models and I don't do anything with them. I know. Yeah. You got to start doing. It's hard. I know. It's really difficult. Yeah. But looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, started playing uh, Final Fantasy Dissidia, NT. Which the I'm fighting game? About. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we played this. I played it back at a... Yeah, I remember no, you talked it. about it at a... E3. Yeah. yeah. No, not E3. Comic-Con. Uh, Comic-Con. And we played it there. We thought it was pretty fun, but Joanne really liked it, so she bought it. And we've been playing it back and forth. It's a pretty good fighting game so far. Surprise. It's a 3v3 contest. Uh, it's fairly straightforward. Like, there's health, obviously. And then there's bravery, which is pretty much your morale. Yeah. You have two different kinds of attacks. You have a health attack and bravery attack. Right. As you hit people for bravery damage, it lowers their bravery and raises yours. Your bravery is effectively how much damage your HP attack will do. So the basic premise of the game is... You build up your bravery and then do health attacks. Hit bravery forever until you get strong enough to one-shot somebody. Okay. is pretty much how it goes down. So it's kind of cinematic in the way that it occurs, but... The buttons, pretty simple, like you'd expect. You know, circle for bravery, square for yeah health. But each character has unique traits that change the way that their mechanics function. Like, if you hit up and circle, it'll do certain attack. Down and circle, another one. Uh, characters like... Smash Brothers. Yeah, more or less. Characters like Kefka uh, tends to have... He's pretty much Joker. Yeah. Like if you took Joker and then put him in Final Fantasy, he's Kefka. They really... Is super similar. He's crazy. He's awesome. Yeah. But a lot of his spells are like random or trickery based. Yeah. And so it changes the way that his gameplay functions. Uh, summons are fun. As you build up combo attacks and as you break summoning cores, you get points. Then you can summon them by yourself, but it takes a while. Or if the rest of your team starts helping you summon, it'll summon almost instantly. And it does some big board effect and gives you guys a buff for some time. And that kind of thing. Yeah. First of three knockouts wins. And, yeah, so far, it's pretty solid. Is there, like, a storyline? There is. The weirdest part about the storyline is that you cannot play it straight through. So. Huh? Remember in Final Fantasy X or Path of Exile, you start out at a point. Yeah. And you gain unlock nodes to get to the next node. Right. And then there's multiple trees of nodes where you can go in different directions. Mm Mm-hmm. Exact same way in this. 
So when you level up and defeat battles versus AI or online, you can unlock these nodes. Yeah. And then you can spend the nodes into the different trees to unlock different storylines. Okay. So you can go through and follow, like, Warrior of Light and Cecil and Noctis yeah. as they go through this section. So you have to continuously spend unlock points to get through the whole thing, and the difficulty increases as you go. Right. So it starts at a bronze, eventually gets up to mithril difficulty. And sometimes there's battles in the stories, so it'll be like a cutscene, and then a battle that you have to play, and then another cutscene. You know, that kind of story. Sure. And um, it's So then, like, when you finish one path, you have to go back to, like, easy mode shit? All the paths converge at to one final point, which I think is the final boss. Sure. But um, we've been going steadily, so we've been unlocking little bits of everybody's path as we go. Yeah. Uh, The one exception to the standard, like, 3 versus 3 format, which I thought was really neat. Yeah. Although very fucking difficult, was um, the bottom path with Terra. And she hunts down espers. But she goes with uh, Zidane and Squall. How do they even justify these people all being in the same place? That's like the first part of the story. It's one of the goddesses. They call her something specific, but it's like a general term. Uh, Pulls all these heroes here so that they can fight in this world to build energy up to keep the world alive. Sure. Somehow their battles create energy. That energy fuels the world. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It also seems that... um, when it pulls people here, it scans their memories for locations and then builds those into physical locations within the world. Convenient. Right? So you can pretty much have any map that you want, <laughs> any character that you want. Yeah. They can exist. Yeah. But that's the basic premise. Uh, a solid snake in it? Oh God, I wish. Oh, if only. That cardboard box. <laughs> be too good. They're like, where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But with Terra, as you go down, since she hunts espers, yeah. uh, you end up going through a battle with, I think, all of the summons in the game. At once? No, individually. But they function as a one versus three, and they go into like this huge boss battle arena where it is... Um, the best way to equate it is to an MMO, where it's like you're running around, you're dodging enemy attacks, like don't stand in the shit on the floor, get out of the cone. Oh, jeez. That kind of stuff. It's like and, raid level stuff. Yeah, and it's like jump over the explosions, yeah. fly through the air, do your shit, don't die, because when you get hit, you lose your bravery. And if you die, you lose all of your bravery. Then when you come back, you have a very small amount. Oh, okay. And each boss is fight them and knock their bravery down to a level where they get stunned and then do your HP attack. So if you get through their unscathed and you did a lot of damage, your HP attack is going to fuck them up. Right. If not, you're going to be in for a really long grind. Yeah. So the boss battles take a fuck ton of time, like 15 to 20 minutes per fight. Sure. And they're really difficult. But they're like Dark Souls level of difficulty where it's... You figure it out. It's eventually. Yeah. Once you get the patterns down and the phases down... You can get there, but it's still like, oh, my God, I finally did it. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe the sweat from your face. Sure. So it's it's really cool. It's a spin that I didn't expect in the 3v3 mode, and so far I'm enjoying it. Yeah, good. Yeah. Neat. Mm-hmm. So far, uh, one of my favorite characters is... Uh, Barrett. He's not in it. What? No. What? Cloud's in it. Cloud's really good. Sephiroth is really strong. Is anyone else from Seven in it? Um, Eris? No. You? No. I Red? think it's just those two. What? I think there's 20 people in total. I think there's mostly two from each game. The it's exception stupid. is 15. There's only Noctis. What? So from uh You see Final Noctis Final. is in Tekken? Did I say that? Did you see that? Oh, no. I did not see that. He is. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, for Final Fantasy VI, it's Terra and Kefka. Those are the two. I don't... So, ah. Uh, it um, it's definitely interesting. There's kind of a steep learning curve. Yeah. While everything's simple, um, it's deceptive since every character's move sets are kind of unique. Well, very unique, and their playstyles are wildly different. You can. I ran across a lot of characters initially. It's like I'm so bad at this game. Yeah, like, you just so don't bad? know how they work. And then I play somebody. <laughs> excuse me. Simple like Warrior of Light, who's I think the most ra- well-rounded character, but you charge. And you go for your attack, because to keep it simple, when you're in the air, you have a different moveset. When you're in the ground, you have a different moveset. While you're charging, you have a different moveset. Okay. And uh, when he charges and swings, 
he does like a big cleave attack, but he also gains a block bonus while he's doing it. Oh. So you can pretty much you see them coming, they're ready to do their swing. It. Yeah, you just bust up your shield, knock people on the wall, start your combos. Hmm. So once I got to him, it's like okay, now I see how the game is supposed to function in this kind of scenario. It's like a counter kind yeah, of thing, basically. Yeah, and now I know how to play other characters based on you know sure. this kind of combat. Huh. So hmm. it was fun. Is there like leveling or anything? Yes. Uh, I don't know what it means. Okay. Uh, every character starts out at garbage level. I think it's bronze E. Garbage. Yeah. And then as you gain experience with that character or they're in your group, uh, they start moving up to like up to bronze A and then into silver, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Until I'm assuming Mithril is the cap. Sure. Not positive. Uh, the AI, at least on their team, gets better based on their level right i'm not sure if yours do too i assume they do yeah but i don't think it does anything for your personal character i think that's just you so they do level in some fashion weird uh they also is there equipment yes it's all cosmetic oh they seem to do a loot box thing which is weird that is strange i don't think you can buy them with money okay it's just after you accomplish like one of the battle royale things you get like two treasures so it's you open a pack of three some of them might be common some of them might be legendary if it's legendary it's a new character skin or a character weapon oh, okay and they're the same thing it's yeah. just it looks different huh. hmm. but the one thing that does matter is as you level with a character you get different hp attacks yeah so you have your standard one like warrior of light is shoots a steady beam of uh, energy that erupts from the ground towards your target so it's a line attack sounds good kind of heat seeks yeah it's pretty strong his second one does something else it's like a wild cleave in front of you or something like that so it's much wider area but much shorter range sure so, so that's more of a play style thing exactly so as you level the characters you can eventually get a new primary attack which is good and you also as you get um, account levels you get new spells so you start out with like fire poison aga sure. and you know self buffs that kind of stuff eventually get like slow panacea you know that kind of stuff team buffs yeah you can share your bravery with everybody else so if they're getting their ass kicked you can uh-huh. be like here's a third of my bravery <clears throat> yeah now don't die yeah they will usually true ha huh. but it's fun yeah it's intriguing neat yeah hmm. but that's that's hmm. what i've been doing yeah since last week i was out because we were playtesting yes. somebody's uh, game. Yeah, a pen and paper game. Yep. Quite fun so far. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I like it. Oh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yours is this, this Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Dun, dun, dun. Um, anything else? No. That's it. Nice. I don't have anything else. Then you know what to do. I'm sleepy. Touch butts. No. Thanks for listening <laughs> to The Legend of Things. Check us out on um, our website, thelegendofthings.com. Send us a message. Give us a like on Facebook. Check us out on SoundCloud mm-hmm. and also iTunes. And um, that's it. Yay. And Twitch. We I don't have anything new on there. You don't have anything new on there. No. You might catch the tail end of a Dark Souls video. Ooh. But... That would be from two weeks ago, so <laughs> I apologize. Nice. All right, everyone, have a good rest of the week. So long. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things. <laughs>